Hi. Hey, man. Welcome back to the Forever the Sickest Podcast. Episode two. Episode two. A new hope. A new hope. Mm-hmm. Long ago in a galaxy of today. We've got episode two. Is a new hope episode six? I don't watch Star Wars, so. Yeah, I know. Why? I used to when I was a kid, but I just. I don't know. I think I mostly did it for my father. And I just. I never knew my father. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> oh, sh- I never knew my Sharks. Finding me. Finding me. Shark Tale. I have Disney Plus, I have no excuse to not know. <laughs> I never knew my father. Why do they think of sharks? Because there's sharks. There are sharks in the movie, and he was a shark, as he said that, yeah. So anyway, today on the podcast, we got some real exciting things to talk about. I'm drinking vitamin water. Justin's eating Whataburger. And Steve-O is hot sauce for your butthole. Yes. Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole. We have a special guest today. My wife, Renee McFall. Say hello, Renee McFall. Like you're an McFall, so you could say hello to us. Hello. You stole him from me. I'm so sorry. You can have him back. That's fine. You might recognize Renee from the podcast I do as my side hustle, the Bad Movie Buds podcast. Renee's the one who makes all the logical points. Yeah, I've listened like to many, many of them. Many, many. Well, thank you. I haven't listened to the the Pagan Party one yet, dude. It's solid. Actually, it's not. That's not my favorite one we've done because the movie we watched was awful. We were good, but the movie sucked. Yeah, we had to make up for the movie. Was the um, was the like premise of the movie? They were in a room that was two hundred forty-seven degrees. They were in, stuck in a sauna. Yeah. If based on true events, believe it or not, based on true events, and it was the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so what have made it really funny? Hold on, let me wipe my mouth. I don't have. Bread on my teeth when I'm talking. Yeah, dude, our listeners don't want to see that. It would have been... This could be the ASMR. I was talking about eating burgers last episode. You were? No, I'm eating burgers. Yeah. Full circle. It would have been a scarier movie if they were stuck in a sauna with Harvey Weinstein. That would... <laughs> all wanted to be in a movie. <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty tragic. <laughs> Be the sacrificial lamb to be in the movie Salt. Salt. <laughs> so yeah, it was we we made the best out of that situation. We and Renee again were big fans of your podcast too. That is the Don't Panic with Justin Scott podcast. The one where I preach like I know everything. Dude, it's solid though. Like it's entertaining. That's a character. It, you you say the things that I wish I could say, but it, I'm in certain religious positions that I cannot. I've been told that. Yeah. A certain um, acquaintance of ours. The thing is, that's a cool thing to first to start off the conversation. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wrote this down. Um, speaking of speaking your mind. Okay. So, a little story about me. I've been on a social media fast for about two weeks. Two weeks. It was just Facebook and I kept Instagram on. But I deleted Instagram yesterday for no particular reason. I mean, I wasn't really on Instagram that much. Um, But I deleted Facebook. Not to say Facebook is the devil or whatever. But I noticed myself being tremendously happier. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't staring at my phone that much. I was reading a lot more, like just reading books. Because that's a thing that you can do. And like, 
you know, I was singing. I was hanging out with my wife. I was really enjoying my life. I was playing a lot of Tetris. But other than that, like, I wasn't staring at my phone. And I brought Facebook back on today or yesterday just to, like, post some pictures of my new toys. And I posted a status earlier because I was like, dude, not even a full day. And I already regret coming back on. You do? Like, I just – it's not that I feel depressed. I just feel like, ugh. Well, I can explain that. Oh, that's, well, that's my question. Do you think social media – is killing our mental health. And do you think freedom of speech is really the reason why people spew so much garbage and negativity? Mm. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this about Facebook, but um, Facebook is a free service that's provided to us by Mark Zucky. Zucker. So, and he's uh, a billionaire and people wonder how he got that way from a free service i've never thought about it but that's i mean yeah dude's loaded with cash what happens is okay so they created this algorithm like i want to say two or three years after facebook became a thing uh they created this algorithm that it targets ads towards you or news articles things that they know that you'll click on so what happens is what shows up on Facebook is not really things that you like. It's things that you will respond to, things that make you angry. Ah. That's how they get all their money. Wow. And I'm telling you, and I, I've realized this because I'll be scrolling down. Every uh, – if you go on your Facebook right now, if you still have it. I do. It's every third post, every third or fourth post, you're going to see an advertisement. I want you to count. Third or fourth post. One, two – one, yeah. yeah. Like, that's no, that's a suggested group. Two, three, four, five. Keep going. Sponsored. Six. Sponsored. Yeah. One, two, three. So there's an advertisement right there. Four. One, two, so you, you went to two three, and you saw another one. Four, five. It's, so it's not like every it's four, not, but like at least. Yeah, so it's like I saw one that was like every two and then every three and then every four and then every five. So your Facebook, when it first started out, it was very like, oh, you can stay connected with friends that you knew from school or, hey, you can you can uh, see how your, your bully, Stormy, was doing. Stormy! Mine's going to be brought up until he's a guest on the show. Mr. Statistic! <laughs> but... So, okay, so you have a social media app. Why are you having advertisements? Now you can... Huh, I've never thought about it. It's, it's so they can make money, but there is an algorithm. Like, what it did, they released the algorithm. And the algorithm did a test or was taken surveillance of what everybody was clicking on. People look at things they don't like because they choose to. Dang. It's like what we were talking about before yesterday, uh, the, the last podcast. Is that you can be of this world or you can live in this world and not be of it. Yeah. People tend to look at stuff that they that won't, they know will make them angry. Wow. Like, oh, read this article that really made me upset because it made me upset and I want people to know I'm upset. That's such a good point because a lot of people – and I'm guilty of this. I'll share something that upsets me but I'm therefore inviting more people to see what upsets me. Yeah. Like I'm so hurt by this article. I'm going to share it so I can spread it and like – so that goes along with my second question. You know, 
we always say, you know, it's obviously it's a no brainer that we have the gift of free speech and we like, this is going to be kind of a taboo comment, but you know what I mean? You know, cause I was about to say, we can say whatever we want, but we can't yeah. say whatever we want, but there is the gift of free speech. And the thing about social media that is the best part about it, but to me also the most toxic part is you can put whatever you want to say, post as an update, and people can read your twisted thoughts, your weirdness, your anger. I mean, she shall not be mentioned who a couple months ago said in our hometown that if you – I hope every one of you pieces of crap who votes Republican dies today. <laughs> she thought that put on the internet ruined her life, right? So like yeah. – I mean – there's freedom of speech, but there's also consequences. That's what I'm saying. Do you think when people post like garbage or negativity or hatred on Facebook, do you think it's freedom of speech? Or do you think there's somewhere we need to draw the line with how far is too far can we express ourselves? And do you think social media hinder like what's the word I'm looking for? Do you think social media caters? to toxic talk and negativity or do you think it's completely two separate things well, it can hurt you in many ways when you do talk like if say if you want to post something negative usually people that's on your facebook they're not your enemies they're your friends and if yeah. you have a certain bubble if you post something that opinion that you have is going to be reaffirmed by people saying oh yeah you go you say that you know freedom of speech and all this other stuff yeah speak your truth yeah speak your truth yeah. all that stuff but uh so Facebook can give you confirmation bias because you, you're usually only friends with people that agree with you. And when you have like 50 or 100 people saying, oh, yes, you're, what you just said is the best thing you've ever said ever, mm -hmm. you're going to be like, oh, if I keep saying stuff like this, it's going to give me more attention. It's going to release dopamine in my brain. It's going to make me feel good about myself. So I'm going to keep yeah. posting the same thing over and over again so people will keep liking me. Well, it's kind of like I was talking – I went to early Mother's Day lunch with my mom – Shout out if she listens to this. But, uh, hey, uh, and we were talking about how, and I'm not going to name any names for sake of privacy, and we're talking about, like, hate speech, and if I had said this person's name, that'd be kind of hypocritical. We'll be like, well, so-and-so does this. But, like, um, there's one person, eh, there's a couple, but one person in particular that I'm thinking about right now who online, on social media, is 100% boisterous and so opinionated that it's hurtful and this person doesn't care if they hurt feelings or like this is how I feel it's concrete there's no black and white but if you have a conversation face to face like we did in the olden days the old times that person isn't anything like that nor does he talk about the subject matter so to me what is that what does that say about social media it's like you know, there used to be such a – there was a time when you had to be yourself genuinely. I mean you could lie about yourself and be like, oh, yeah, I work so-and-so. You were talking to us at, at your job. Some people lie and say they work there. Yeah. And you're like, no, they don't. So there was a time when like you, you were just like what you see is what you get, right? Mm -hmm. But then the internet show like popped off in the 90s and now on social media, you could be whoever you want to be. That's why catfishing is such a big deal, right? Because they can be like, oh, yeah, like I'm a 10 out of 10 and then you meet them and it's like a 2 out of 
too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like the Snapchat filters. The Snapchat filters. You know, like there's a lot of people who post that their lives are so perfect. And look, like it's okay to post positive things and yeah. to make yourself feel better. I'm not saying that, but what do you think? Do you think that in the long term, as humans, that us putting up facades of perfection and or this is who I am online. I have a strong, like a lot of people talk about, I have a strong online presence. Is Do you think, we're getting deep already. Do you think it's hindering our personal relationships because we don't really know who we are outside of what our Facebook account or our Instagram account or our Twitter account looks like? Do you think somewhere along the way we've lost who we really are because we build so much of who we are based on likes and followers and i don't know all this stuff yeah well <clears throat> what you said about online presence so if you have a big online presence that's like being the smartest kid in remedial class <laughs> so i mean it doesn't it's really... be it's the best worst kid yeah. yeah um but yeah i don't know it's it's such a double-edged sword because it can be so beneficial there was a oh yeah there was a guy that he, he was lit he was murdered in February, and no one talked about it until social media brought it up recently, and now the two guys that were involved in his death are now arrested. Ooh, and I so want to talk good. about him later, there's, too. There's, there's good about that. But, yeah, on Facebook, you're not going to post uh, – you're not going to – well, some people do. They're attention seekers. But if you – you're never going to post the ugliest moments in your life. You're not going to sure. be like, hey, I'm crapping on the toilet or, hey, I'm in the <laughs> corner crying. Or hey, hey I my wife just walked out on me. Something <laughs> <laughs> like I just got divorced. You got evicted. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't know, man. It's it's such a weird thing because I I do I have a problem with it. I can't even speak. I have a problem. Have a problem. Problem with it. I have a problem personally with people posting everything. Yes, online dude. like whatever. Because I was I was really really guilty of it i was talking to you before the podcast mm-hmm. a memory of they facebook likes to remind you how big of a piece of crap you were six <laughs> years ago remember when you did this cringy yeah. thing it's like i do that on my own before i go to bed yeah so i and it was like this terrible like mean-spirited post <laughs> and uh it was it was quoting something like i it was uh, borderline sacrilegious mixed with like edgy teen like oh hey I just discovered atheism and I'm cool Dang. and then people were commenting on there just like saying hey you know that's kind of going in which they were completely legitimately telling me yeah you, hey you shouldn't really say that that's kind of rude to say Yeah. and then I thinking that I was this big intellectual that I knew better than anybody was trying like talking down to them saying oh well you don't understand this and anyone with a brain can Realized that I was being satirical and like using big, big boy words. Yeah. And I was, and I was reading that and I was like, you are such a douche. You, <laughs> I hate you and you're me. I'm you and you're me. I hate you so much. Why am I like me? Why am I like, I'm like, okay. Okay. So six years ago, I was a full blown atheist. Did not believe in anything. I uh, was trying to go as far away from that as I possibly could because I had, you know, things in my my family life that driven me away from that because I, it just caused a lot of strife. Yeah. So I was acting really negative. Now I'm I'm more of a agnostic, you know, theist. I'm you know I'm open to anything really. But uh, 
Yeah. So the person that you're talking about, just people in general that are like this, you're going to look back in five or six years, you're going to be like, I was so stupid. I was attention. Everyone's attention seeking. If you didn't like attention, you wouldn't have a Facebook. Everyone likes attention. Everyone likes to be. Oh, yeah. And do you say that you don't want attention? You're a liar. Uh, yeah, you know what the worst thing you can do to someone that's in prison? Put them in uh, solitary confinement. You put them in jail. A jail's jail. Even people that are locked up with murderers and and thieves and all these other people, they hate being alone. Mm-hmm. So everyone wants attention. That's right. But you have to decide, okay, do I want the attention where I receive many death threats? And if you receive death threats, you shouldn't. You know, you should be able to say whatever you want and not have to receive that. But at the same time, is it worth the – I'm trying to find a good uh, analogy. Is it worth the mustard? Did you put too mustard on that that burger? Is it it worth the bitterness? Well, this person that I brought up, they made these comments and they lost their job. They lost everything. Mm -hmm. Because of their social media presence and one negative thought, not saying I agree or disagree with what they said. I don't care personally, but like it's just crazy how we build up so much of who we are on social media and you really have to watch what you say. Mm-hmm. But we're practicing figurous freedom of speech. You know, that's why Twitter, they're subtweeting. It's like it's like we're not going to tag them, but we're going to talk. It's just and I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, Facebook is the devil and it's bad and it's corrupting us. I recognize that social media can be a great thing, especially during quarantine, man. You're mm-hmm. FaceTime, you're seeing your families. It's just I feel like we just have to really prioritize what's important. And, you know, don't be afraid to hit that unfriend button or there's that unfollow, mute, you know. But it's just I don't know. That's just kind of what I had in my head and. You know, I'm probably going to get back off Facebook, not because it's like I can't handle it. I just find myself happier without it um, for like another few weeks. And then I thought about just like making a new Facebook and like being more selective with who I add. I don't know. So let me give you an example. Uh, My brother, Adam. Yes. I love him to death. Shout out. He is one of the best people in the world. He's, He's very private. He doesn't have a Facebook. He has one. But it's if you look at the picture, he's like twelve. Yeah, I saw that the other day, and I was like, Adam hasn't updated nothing, <laughs> a single bit. No, he's like, I don't like it because it is so just negative. Yeah, it's so self-serving. It's so other people serving, and he just doesn't want anything to do with it. It's some people like me personally. I've developed such a thick skin. Like I can, I literally just. I ignore a lot of stuff. I, I share some things that, you know, maybe <laughs> isn't worth sharing, but we okay. I've cut back so much from like, cause all the memories, like I was looking at memories from like five years ago, six years ago. I'm like, you're such a butthole. <laughs> it's what, funny. Why, why are you, why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? Oh dude, I'll go look at my memories and like, yeah, five years, like five years ago, Dallas was the worst. I uh, remember, I usually share it every time I scroll past it, back when I thought I was like a songwriting genius, I like shared some lyrics, like I guess I was really into (laughs) shaming girls and I guess like a girl didn't want to date me or whatever. So I wrote some lyrics that said, yeah, girl, direct quote, yeah, girl, you got a pretty face. But I can't see it 
with their ego standing in the way. Was their ego an actual person? Were they an ego? Ego's the name of their boyfriend. <laughs> Renee, did you like yourself five years ago? No, you oh, should. Man. You should. By the way, she's a guest and she left. Come on back, guest. We ramble. I want to get your input on a couple of things too. Renee's very. Here's the thing that nobody get about gets about my wife. She's kind of quiet, but when she talks, she has valid points. So I'm the absolute opposite. <laughs> the, more, the more I talk, the worse it gets. Someone told me I've never met someone who says so much but knows so little. Golly. No, but like I know a lot of things. That you're a smart guy. No, well, things that don't even matter. Like. Yeah. Like, what they would call this ketchup has 3% iodized salt. Like, <laughs> I just all over it's here. all good. <laughs> My guy's red Corona. If, if, if I haven't gotten Rona yet, I'm never going to get it. So. Oh, okay. so speaking of Rona, let's talk, and I'm looking at your Whataburger drink. Let's talk about the instance you experienced today. Oh, I went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was an ugly laugh. So, Renee... What happened? I'm going to grab a drink. Y'all talk amongst friends. I went to Whataburger yes. to get me and my wifey something to eat. And then uh, I'm trying – okay, so on the app, it uh, you go on there and it says either you can go through the drive-thru or the curbside. It only gave me the curbside. So I drove around the building like five times and I finally got somewhere parked and I was just waiting. And right in front of my car, I see a uh, – a surgical mask that's dirty and in the bushes, just clinging there. And on one of the windiest days, and I thought, is that, is that, uh, is, is, uh, Roni? Is that, is that wind blowing that Roni mask into my air conditioned ventilators? And so for, no, I, I didn't say this before the podcast. I just wanted to, I wanted to explain it. Like, I was so, afraid <laughs> I, the, the the no the the sense of like you ever watch a movie and you hear dun, like and everything like <laughs> goes quiet and you're like dun. it's like that movie have you seen um what is it a quiet place oh yeah where that alien like grabs his son right in front of him and his his face yeah. i felt that <laughs> i felt that in my soul i was like i was like can I go home? <laughs> Can and I, I've been so laid back about it. Like, yeah, I'm never gonna get it. And I see that mask, and I'm like, <laughs> Corona. <laughs> I, there's so many things to be said about it. Um, I don't like it. I don't, <laughs> I I'll give you a peace of mind. I think you're gonna be okay. But and let's be real. How stupid was that? Yeah, Renee, why'd you do that? <laughs> I'm talking about the person who disposed of the mask. Well, it is windy, like you said. Yeah, and she threw it, and she didn't care. She thought it was going to blow away. <laughs> but the fact that, okay, regardless of where they took off, had taken off the mask, keep in mind, Whataburger's next to the hospital. So it makes me wonder, was somebody wearing it and just threw it in the street? I'm wearing the, I'm wearing this mask because I'm just being really respectful and responsible to the whole entire public. I don't want to spread the disease. I want to flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, he just threw his arm, his I mask. Threw arm arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, dude, we're getting older. We just gotta be careful. Uh, the 
Oh, so my next question, and then Justin, you said you had questions, right? Yes, I do. Do I have it written down? No, I don't have them. Cool. I have one more question, and I need you to pass me the hot sauce because this is going to be a spicy question. I'm not going to drink it. There's no way I'm going to drink it. I'll take a sip. Bro. I like how chunky it is. Right? There's a lot of seeds in there. Ugh. Um, it's Steve-O's hot sauce. I'm afraid it's different types of seeds. So I'm holding in my hand Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole because I'm going to ask a really spicy question. So you brought up Ahmad Arbery earlier. I really mm-hmm. hope that's how I pronounce his name. I'm very sorry if that's how it's it is. It's probably Haman So yeah. So here's the thing. And this is gonna, we're going to get kind of deep, kind of serious for a minute. This is something that I think about privately, and I'm like, hey, let's address it. A lot of people, especially when Obama was elected president, there was like, and it could just be me, but I felt like I was seeing a lot of things like racism is dead, our president is black, our racism is not as bad as it used to be. Yes, we don't have slaves anymore. Yes, all this. But then you hear a case like Ahmad, where he's just running minding his own business. Granted, I don't know all the facts of the story. I just know what the news is telling me. I read it. All right. Well, tell tell us, tell the viewers exactly what, what happened. What was he doing? Uh, <clears throat> when I say this, I'm, I'm giving it the respect that it deserves, but I this is just the way I talk. I'm from Texas. I was homeschooled. I didn't have a dictionary. I had comic books growing up. So when I describe this, know that it's with a... Um, Heavy heart for the guy, but this is just how I talk. So, young man was running down the street, minding his own business, not doing anything. And then uh, we got uh, Hickleberry and Cousin Marrier, father and son duo. I'll give you the bottle. Yeah, I'm holding this. I'm holding the sauce now. They suspect that he robbed somebody. So, what they decided to do was get their guns, a handgun and a shotgun, follow this guy and have one of their friends follow them and record them. And they tell him to stop. So when when you're running or jogging, if someone comes up to you, especially guys that look like they're from that movie Deliverance and they have guns, <laughs> and they say, hey, stop. You're, you're not going to be like, okay, cool. No, you're going to... I would run faster. You would run. So what happened is that he did that, and he tried to defend himself, and these two – I'm cussing in my mind. Hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> Pieces of garbage. That's fair. Shot him and killed him. Awful. And he was going for a run. That's all that happened. Here's the thing. I hadn't been – being off social media, I hadn't seen anything about it, but – I had someone send me a link and be like, hey, a bunch of Christian artists are saying that they want justice for him. And I started researching it. Burp of the podcast. First burp. Excuse me. Third second. (laughs) But I did my research and it just broke my heart, man. Um, So with that, you said something that really, really struck a a chord with me. Not that you like offended me, but you said something that really like really made me like this point push further. He said that they thought because he was running that he might have stolen something. Now, if you haven't caught on, listeners, he was an African-American man, right? And these are two white-collar 
blue collar. Yeah. So my question is, okay, pass me the spicy bottle. And we'll and if we want to say something spicy, we'll grab the bottle. Do you think racism is really dead like so many people say it is? Or do you think that we've just suppressed it with denial? Because, nah. Nah. No. Really? It's not. Here you go. Let's elaborate. Give, I'll give you the sauce. Renee, do you think it's dead? Do I think it's dead? Mm-hmm. No, I just think we turned it more into a joke. Yeah. And the jokes make it seem okay. And then stuff like this happens. You're like, oh. That's interesting. That's an interesting point because, yeah, like, like the whole debate on, like, the N-word, which I'm not going to say, obviously, but, like, some people say, oh, if it's E-R, it's racist, but if it's G-G-A, it's not, I'm like, but you're still white. Mm-hmm. So, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, and that's the thing is, they just, let's think about that comment again. I need the spicy bottle, please. Let's think about that comment again. They said that he looked like he stole something. Mm. How do you physically, visibly look like you have stolen something? Did he have something in his hand? And th- this isn't the first case, okay? Sorry if I get a little heated. I have zero tolerance for racism of any kind. I will literally cut you out of my life and wish for you to be a statistic if you're racist. Uh- <laughs> Star. <laughs> Do you think Stormy was racist? Here comes the thunder. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Stormy, I'm just kidding. You're probably not racist. He's white. So. Yeah. He, if you're, we'll, we'll talk about that too because that's a good point. But like this has happened before where a young African-American man walked to the store to get Coke and Skittles. A white man felt threatened and shot him. Yeah. It's like are you – Ignorant? How ignorant can you be? So if if it's not racism is not dead, why do you feel like we as people and you can reach for the spicy spicy baton whenever you have a comment, both of you. If racism isn't dead and still alert, why do you think not only just the white community, but maybe even some African Americans try to push under the rug and pretend it doesn't exist? Well, we don't want it to exist anymore. I'm going to take a sip because oh. the fire that I'm going to spit right now. I should have done that by itself. For those of that you are listening, I took a sip of hot sauce. Oh, dude. That has, that has, that, that has, uh, he needs some milk. <laughs> I could have just like faked it and made them think I drank it. Because this is all audio. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> so if we all three agree racism isn't dead, why do you think we try to – like why do you think we try to sweep it under the rug and when things like this happen, we are so – not us individually, but us – as a nation, we get so defensive and saying, no, no, it wasn't racist. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. But when there's so many facts that prove they killed him because he was a black man in their neighborhood. Yeah. Well, I think it happens because we just don't want it to exist anymore. And a lot of people ignore it, which that's kind of the worst thing to do. That's like ignoring murders. Like if you – murders dude. for anybody. Yeah. Murders for anybody. If you like – you can't pretend away murder. Mm-hmm. 
Um, justify it. Another thing is, okay, so you have white people or some other races that are racist towards a, a certain group of people. You have those, and then you also have people on the other side that will claim that you're racist no matter what. Even if you're defending, I've, I've seen posts where a person, white person, was defending a black person uh, in a legal case, or mm-hmm. they were saying that they were innocent. And they said it was racist because why do you think he needs your voice to make him innocent or to, huh. to find that he's innocent? You, uh, you're you using your whiteness to... White privilege. Yeah, try to prove that he's innocent. So you're he's innocent without you regardless. They were, it was something along the lines of that. So you can be accused of racism just by even helping a black person. Wow. But, you know, no, racism is not dead. There's people... That I know personally that use that uh, use the end description or descriptive in a negative way. It's terrible. Me, just to be honest, I don't think it's that controversial. I applied the Jay Z rule when it comes to that word. What's that? The Jay Z. <laughs> I we go from serious to not serious. That's fine. It keeps it keeps it from getting too like. Whew. Well, okay. So when we're talking about serious things and we say when we comment on it. We're serious. Yeah, we're not belittling this. No, when we go straight to the comedy, it's a a coping mechanism. I use this as a child so I wouldn't have (laughs) night terrors. Laugh to hide the So things would get really serious and like heated in the house and then I'd go in my room and be like, I am the barber of Sophia Figaro, Figaro. I'd go into my own world (laughs) to forget the the screaming. Such a specific song. (laughs) (laughs) I sung it a lot. Uh, but um, so that's how I that's how I cope with controversial things. I make a joke afterwards, so I'm like, huh, huh, anxiety go away. It's like then put the bandaid over a fleshling. Yeah. And by explaining that, I forgot what I was gonna say. What was Jay-Z I? Jay Z rule. She is a permanent on this podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna get my brother to put her in the graphic and be like, fact checker, <laughs> reminderer, reminderer. I, I know you were like when you were talking about uh, the Facebook thing, like how how long you've been gone off of it. You're like, oh, how many weeks? And she went two. <laughs> she put up the two symbol, Dude, which she, is she index keep, finger in the middle. Finger. I genuinely don't know what I do without her. <laughs> like. She so she can't remember a single thing about her own life, but she'll let me know. Hey, remember on Tuesday of April fourth of twenty seventeen, you did something really stupid. That was just an analogy. Every day, so it's not hard to remember. That's true. Hey Dallas, remember thirty minutes ago when you were being a moron? Hey, remember way back when you yelled? Um, (laughs) So the Jay Z rule is that I I'm not gonna lie. I say that word if it's in a song, but I'm never like never written by a white guy. Who is talking negatively about them? If it's like a Jay Z song, and I'm by myself, I'm not gonna sense. Like I cuss with songs. I'm not. I'm not gonna go. I'm bleeping this because no one's listening, and I'm just gonna bleep it. It's. Wow. It is. It is a word. It's not something that you should ever use to describe somebody or to use in a hateful way. Yeah. But if you're like say if you're a newscaster and you say he called him this and there are some news stations that would go, okay, well, he called him this and they actually use the word. There's ways that you can use it or be – I'm tying myself in knots here. You can say that word as it like – as they acknowledge it that it exists. But if you use it for any other reason like to put someone down or to be racist 
bigot, you should never say that word. Of course. If it's in a song, I mean, I don't make I don't make it at every single day. All right, I'm gonna play this Jay Z song and I'm gonna say this word. Yeah. I've never I've I used to do that when I was a teenager. Like I I it's still kind of a iffy topic. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just I, I feel I, like I, I hate it when people use that word though. Like yeah, I, I see it online still. It's like ridiculous. For, for negative purposes. Well, like, even, like, regardless of how you feel about homosexuality, using the F word, to me, is a poor choice of words. Yeah. And I've been guilty of saying that one in the past. Um, but I've really had to reevaluate myself, okay? Especially as a Christian, um, what does it look like for me to use that word? What kind of message am I conveying? And just stuff like that. So, words are powerful, but... You know, back to the topic of racism, like, do you think it's ever something that I'm trying to, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. I feel like because it's something that we just try to sweep under the rug and we're like, oh, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Look at Obama, blah, blah, blah. Look at Will Smith. Look at like all these people that we praise. I feel like it's important whether, you know, I'm not just talking about white people specifically, but or black people specifically, but any person that quote unquote looks different than us, we have these preconceived stereotypes, whether we realize we do them or not. Mm -hmm. For example, pass me the bottle, spicy opinion. We see a Muslim person and let's be honest, we think, oh man. If they're in full garb. They're like, oh man, they're gonna bomb us, right? Terrible thing to think about someone. I don't walk. I don't. I wouldn't see a white kid go. Oh, he's gonna shoot up a school. Yeah. Right. Or oh, he's gonna beat his mom or something or beat his wife. Like that's a terrible thing to assume about someone. Right. Like what happened to just treating people fair, fairly for who they are, not the color of their skin, not where they came from. I saw an example of this today, and that's what honestly what made me write the question. I went to a Mexican restaurant with my mother, and it's a family-owned restaurant. I won't say the name again, but I was checking out, and a woman was ordering, a white woman, with this Hispanic man, and she was talking to him like he was mentally challenged. Uh, she was going, I want a number four, and, and she probably wasn't meaning it to be rude, but... Just like a lot of people, we will see someone that is a different color skin and we're like, can they understand us? Or how many of y'all, and we don't have to answer, how many of us have called a, a toll number and a Middle Eastern person answers and we go, ugh, yeah. I can't understand their language. You know? So just things like that. And I'm not saying everyone's racist and we're all trash, but I'm just saying you have to identify, am I treating a person this way, big or small scenarios, because they're different than me. Well, there's nothing wrong with saying that because you're acknowledging that there is that there's thought. Yeah. Like, it's not because you are that way. You think that, like, you... There, it's like a knee-jerk reaction because, like, whether people want to admit it or not, like, the whole, like, Muslim bomb thing. Yeah. That stereotype exists for a reason because because it happens. It it happened. Yeah. It, it happens very often on the other side of the planet, every single day. So, but that's like a very basic way to say it. So yeah, you can people who think that all Muslims are terrorists, like they come out of the room 
uh, out of out of the room. <laughs> they come out of the room. All right. They come out of the womb. The W O M B. Yeah, the womb. The womba. They come out of the womb and they go. Jihad! <laughs> they don't come out of the womb. With the, um, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to make you laugh like that. <laughs> There's my they don't go. They don't do that. That's not something that there's Muslims, normal everyday people, just living their lives. So no, not all Muslims bomb people. I'm glad we can laugh about it. Yeah, it's so like, true. Like people, I, I, it's, there are probably some people listening to this, and they're like, "Ooh, like not only is their butt clenched together, but their armpits and." Oh, they're are they are they ready to send us a message saying why we're wrong because we got to protect our country and all this stuff? Yeah. But let's be real, man. Why do we perceive like Lecrae? He's a I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a Christian rapper. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of weird about calling Christian people Christian rapper because like. You're not drinking a Christian Whataburger cup, right? It's like, yeah. you know, like if I play piano, I'm not going to play a Christian piano. <laughs> I'm going to play piano. So I'll just call him a hip-hop artist who happens to be a Christian, okay? Yeah. He has a song called Dirty Water that's talking about racism. And uh, I'm going to pull up the lyrics because I want to quote it. But it speaks about how we view people um, who um, – Look differently than us, terribly. Do we have any cold waters? I don't know if we have any cold waters. There's some warm one right there. Okay. I do that in the sink because I don't care. I'm a rebel. So, uh, <clears throat> this is uh, the second verse from Lecrae, who's an African American rapper. He said this in his second verse about racism. I think it's so true. Worthless, worthless. 400 years, we've done heard that. This is going to sound really lame with me saying it, but y'all listen to the message. My family came here on slave ships. Some heard cattle, some heard blacks. No, some of y'all done heard that. My kin was treated less than men. That's why we're raised to hate each other, because we hate our skin. Lies you told about yourself that you don't realize. I must be a thief. She locked the doors when I was walking by. They must be whores because the master rapes them and leaves the child. So deadbeat daddy was taught to me way before my time. That's powerful. Mm. And I can think about, and I've done this to myself. Oh, I'm in an alley by, my, I'm in like a sketchy area out of town by myself. And I see, and I've done it, dude. I'll, I'll say it. I'm not proud of it. I've seen someone with different color skin than me. I immediately locked the door. Why do I do that? <laughs> why do I do that? You know, or like, why do we? Oh, you know, don't talk, like, it's just crazy to me. And, like, and even, like, we were talking about how, like, that woman was treating this Hispanic man like he was stupid. We can also treat them like they're, like, ooh, like almost, like, put up, this is going to sound weird, but I hope you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, we're like, oh, this person's African-American, so we got to be real careful around them. They don't deserve that either. They're people, yeah. right? They and I'm not saying that we should be like, oh, don't give them special treatment because if they if they've earned it, of course. But we need to get to a point at some point before Jesus comes back or we all die from zombie apocalypse yes. that 
a white person, a Hispanic person, a Middle Eastern person, an African American person, whatever, a half dragon, a goat person, a you know, killer hornet, whoever, Joe Exotic, all the creatures of the world can come together and just be people. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, that's a black guy. Who cares what his skin, like the way we describe things. Oh, yeah, I was talking to some black guy. What does it matter what skin color he has? It's, uh, I hate to use the term, what is it? Um, something that the SJW would use. Uh-oh. Um, Spicy times. It's uh, internalized. Um, I can't think of the word. It'll come it's, back. It's something that's ingrained in us from the past generations. Because I know neither of us were raised in a in a... A house that was racist. I know for sure. a fact. Like, yeah, I, there was lamps being thrown at the walls, but I never heard. <laughs> Man, I hate that n-word. I've yeah. never heard that ever. But it's just, I, to be honest with you, I don't even think. I think, honestly, you might be overthinking it on your end, like how you feel internally. Okay. Like how. You, you may feel bad because you think this way sometimes or things pop up in your head. No, anytime someone walks by my car, I lock the door. I don't care if they're black, if they're white. Sure. And I think you do that too. But I think since you're so like you're so aware of how these people are treated. Sure. When you do anything that you would do to another person, you feel bad because you say, oh, did I do it for that reason? That's fair. Okay. I, so – yeah, like I think that's actually just a really good quality that you have that you're that you're very aware and mindful of how you treat people and certain people because beyond, they've been they had the worst deal ever. I don't care sure. if people say, Oh, it's all good now. It doesn't matter if it's all good now. Can you say that your people were brought in on boats and were slaves for like three, four hundred years? Yeah. Beaten and used, treated like less than human? I can't say my race. I, the only thing I can complain about what happened to my race is that we had like this potato famine and we didn't have potatoes on our island anymore. So we that would be devastating. But no potatoes versus being no freedom, being a slave. <laughs> yeah. I, my people had it very, very easy. Sure. Yeah. And I even I'm, I'm very self-aware that, you know, I try not to do anything that might come off uh, to that person like, oh, I'm doing this because of. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm locking my door because you look shady. Sure. You're wearing a black jacket. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're whatever. Sure. I'm going to lock my door or I'm going to even more now than ever stay six feet away from you. Right. I'm very antisocial like when it comes to stuff. So, no. Sure. As anyone yeah. should be. Yeah. But you're, you view it that way, which is fine and that's correct. But my argument is does the mass – population of especially where we live our caucasian people view it that way or is maybe i'm again i'm not claiming anyone's racist but i do i can't help but think about impulses like that and this is the stuff that happened to me when i was growing up that i would see some of my family doing Mm -hmm. you know on my side of the family right so it's just like, why do we have those preconceived notions that this person's going to harm us because they look different than us? That's that's my main spiel. And not everyone has those, but if that was the case, 
then I believe Ahmad Arbery would still be alive. Mm -hmm. They viewed him as a threat. Yeah, there wasn't even... They they looked, there was no reported robbery around that area at all. And this is the two things that I did read that um, not a lot of people know about. Mm -hmm. This young man that was killed, he was put on probation for bringing a weapon into the school. And he was... uh, broke his probation when he shoplifted in a mall. And the guy who killed him was the officer that investigated him in 2018. Wow. This guy has been keeping his eye on him ever since 2018. Jeez. And he was just looking for any reason. I think that's what it was. That's horrible. I don't care if that kid beat up uh, his son when they were in middle school together. I don't care if he broke 50 laws. If someone's running, you're, if you suspect someone of a crime, call the police. Yeah. And take it into your hands, some redneck Georgia guy thinking that he's going to, well, I'm going to arrest a guy and be a hero. No, you ended up ending someone's life. It's because you just had this preconceived notion that he was a danger. That And that's 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 the moral of what troubles me is we can't just treat people like treat like people anymore. We have to view them as threats because they look different than us or whatever. And it just sucks, man. Like, I feel like we as a society have to get to a point where it doesn't matter what skin color you are, grabbing the bottle, because some people <laughs> might get triggered when I say this. It doesn't matter what you identify as. I'm going to treat you like a person. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I agree with everything you say or do? Of course not. Does that mean that we're going to be best buds? Probably not. But I'm going to treat you like a human being because at the end of the day, that's what you are. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, I, I could, I don't see, I've tried my best not to see color because, you know, I think about, I'm just going to put this out there. I think about my sister mm-hmm. and how terrible I would feel if someone ever treated her poorly because, oh, yeah. You know, so it's just one of those things where I feel Something like that you can't control. I feel like I have one of those brains, too, where I like to just see what's going on in the world. And even if I don't speak about it a lot, I just kind of ask myself, okay, is this working? You know what I mean? Like, is this a problem or do we just like, oh, back to social media. Oh, look at this meme or look at this thing. Ha ha, look at this thing. Or are we like, hey, like the way we treat people is kind of poorly, you know? So anyway, that was my spicy questions of the episode. Spicy questions. Um, I do want to say something else about that. Absolutely. Stuff. Okay, so a good movie to watch. So if you're listening, and I, you probably don't self-identify as one or you're too ashamed to say that you are one, but if you're listening to this and you are a racist person and you think people are less than you because of the color of their skin, I want you to watch a movie called Django Unchained. Wow. Is that Quentin Tarantino film? Have you seen it? I've heard of it. You need to watch it. It's almost three hours long, but it's a really good film. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a dark comedy, western, spaghetti western movie. But it's about a young man in Django. He was sold into slavery, separated from his wife, because him and his wife tried to run off of a plantation and escape. They did not want to be whipped anymore. They did not want to be beaten. Try to escape. They catch him. They separate him and his wife. This, um, this bounty hunter comes and finds him because he knows the names and faces of these people that he's looking for. But he doesn't know what they look like. He needs Django to help him. So he, some events happen. 
He gets Django, and he hires him as a bounty hunter assistant to help him get these people arrested and killed and eventually try to find his wife. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's this long movie, and it just goes and then explains. It really shows what these people go through. There, I don't know if you knew of this practice. Uh, it was called Mandingo fighting. They, uh, plantation owners would get their slaves to fight each other. It was like a UFC back then, but it was strictly slaves fighting each other to the death. They would make them fight until they killed themselves. There's this scene where one of the Mandingos escaped. He gets caught, and the plantation owner is talking to him and saying, "You know, I paid five hundred for you. I want five hundred or five fights out of you." You've only fought three. Talking really sweet to him. <laughs> and then the next thing you know... Uh, next thing you know... Hold on. Is it still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Cool. Um, the next thing you know, <clears throat> you you see him release dogs on him. And the dogs eat him alive. Jeez. Uh, they both... Django and his friend... The, his bounty hunter friend, they both go undercover as slave traders, as Mandingo fighters, so they can get into his uh, plantation because his wife is suspected to be there. And they confirm it, so they do, like, through tricks and whatever, they get into the plantation. Mm-hmm. So the plantation owner, he gets, uh, he finds out what they're doing, and um, he holds them hostage. And I say all this boring stuff. Well, not boring stuff. This is really terrible stuff that happened back then. But I say all this to get to this point. So he takes um, he takes out this skull, and it's the the uh, the slave that his father owned that would uh, shave him in the morning or shave him every morning on the porch. And he made the distinctions like, okay, so if I was a slave, I would have slit his throat right there. Why did he do that? Like, why didn't he do that? He goes on this big spill about how black people have these three dots in their skull and send the submissive part of their brain. And it, he pretty much says that, that black people were born to be slaves. Now here's the thing. That's not a true statement at all. This this is what people believed back then that they have this deficiency in their skull they have these bumps that press on the b- part of their brain that's submissive. That is not true, but that is something that was believed for for a hundred years. It was a myth. It was a myth. And there's people that still believe. I the reason why I bring that up is because I saw somebody say that the other day. Wow. That black people were born to be slaves. Jeez. That they were they, that they are lesser. Now here's the thing. <laughs> this is why uh, what I wanted to say to racists. They cannot control what they were born as. The only difference between black people and white people is literally just the melanin in their skin. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. They, African people lived in hotter places and they had that, the blackness on their skin was to protect them from the sun. Yeah. That's the only reason why people are darker than white people. Sure. And through thousands of years of, of, biology and evolution and all that stuff it just stayed that way you can be born in iceland but if your parents are african-american you're going to come out african-american it's just genetics mm-hmm. i i still don't understand why people are racist today i i yeah. I, 
I can't explain it. I, I watched that movie, I think, two or three days ago. Bawled my eyes out when that guy was getting attacked by the dogs. Because that, that stuff happened. Yeah, it's horrible. And it was not that long ago. That, it was three people ago. Three hundred years ago. And I really didn't expect to talk about this as long as we did, but we're saying a lot of great things. So I'm going to say this if Renee will stop talking. I'm going to say this. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> we yeah. won't shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, Renee, do you have any input on racism? She shook her head no. <laughs> it's bad. It's, <laughs> um, it sucks. But it does suck. Like, honestly, and... I feel like a lot of people could argue, well, it's not as bad as it was back then, and they're not being tortured. Well, what do you call getting killed for no reason? Mm -hmm. And that's the last thing I will say about it. And I recognize white people get killed for no reason sometimes. And I used to be really toxic about it. Like, I, I for a couple of years, I was like an anti-white people person, which I am a white pe person. You're in the white piece. I'm a white piece. I'm, I'm white meat. And... But then I finally realized that that was toxic too because it's hypocritical because if my message is everybody love everybody, that would include white people. And again, not all white people are like Nazis, right? Not all of them or not all black people are thugs, not all Mexicans are blah, blah, blah. You know, you get the point. You know, and it's the same thing with beliefs. Not all liberals are crazy. Not all conservatives are crazy. Not all Christians hate gay people. Not all atheists hate Christians. It's just, we. I, I just crave a society when we're just like, you do you, I do me. Let's shake hands and smile and be on our way. You know what's gotten worse, though? What's that? When I was talking about the, uh, the Facebook yeah. stuff in the beginning. We're fed... All the news that will make us angry, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're fed advertisements and fed stories that they know we'll click on because it upsets us. It's crazy. So we, we're feeding yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You can't run into uh, a burning building every single week and then complain about the third degree burns you have on. Well, if you're a fireman, but you, 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 you'd have. Yeah, this sucks. Chopping on the back. If it's your job to run into a burning building, wear your personal like safety gear. Right. But you can't be an average everyday person, run into a fiery building with like for no reason, and then complain about the third degree burns on your body. Well, it's like it, literally, it's like shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, it's like put down the gun, dude, or like, or like take your hand off the hot stove, right? Like I don't know, but that guy real is we're fifty eight minutes. This might be an hour and a half one. Are you cool? Yeah, I'm cool if it if it's like twenty three hours. Yeah, twenty three hours. We'll take one hour to sleep. Um. So yeah, you have some questions. At least I don't know if they're lighthearted or serious. Serious. Sorry if I'm. Sorry, listeners, if I brought the mood down. But I like that we this podcast, we're going to talk about anything and everything we want to talk about. It could be a ham sandwich one day. It could be a bologna sandwich the next. It could be PB&J. It could be a calzone. Or the human. Different sandwiches every single day. Or taxes in the human condition. <laughs> <laughs> and statistics. And statistics. Or strawberries. So... You have some questions on your dome. Let me see. While it's still recording, I can actually look at my stuff. While oh, good. Let so while that. he's looking for questions, Renee, do you have anything you would like to comment on or to bring up? Let the record show your response. You can say no if you want to. No. Okay. 
So what do you have, Justin? Oh, that's my stimulus check. Wow. Renee's still waiting to be stimulated. Y'all are married. Y'all should get it at the same time. We file our taxes separately. Oh. Because she had a job where they didn't take taxes out, so she doesn't get much of an income tax. Oh. Yeah. So you would think, right? But <laughs> no. Let me write this. Oh. Let's go. Let's go to Twatter. Twatter. Twitter. Something that I commented on the other day. Yeah, that Twitter is also just it's worse than Facebook. If you think Facebook is bad, Twitter's is like I haven't ten had times a Twitter account in years because I got tired of the crap. I had one because I, I like. Um, I like looking at memes. Memes are a lot of, uh, genuinely the reason I keep Facebook is for the memes. That and music and yeah, like music's cool. Game news and all that good stuff. Yeah, keep keeping up with keeping up with superhero movies coming out. Like I keep up with the MCU through Facebook and what have you. There's and again, there's a lot of good things that come with social media. It just depends on what you pay attention to. Let me see. Wise men on my likes. Let me see if it'll play this. So I was um, going to play a video on Twitter of Ricky Gervais and did not realize it was going to cut out the recording. So welcome to part two, buddy. Buddy. It's part two. Can it be a part two if we're not talking about the same things? Or should we do like a quick recap of what we talked about the last episode? My brain fried. We talked about racism and how we still believe it is a, a, a very unfortunate part of our human nature. Yeah. Not, not to say everybody's racist, but that some people are. Then we talked about social media and how toxic it can be, but also good. And that was pretty much it. But is this going to be the third episode or is it going to be released the same day? Oh, we can do it. We can do it in two parts. Like a double album. Like a double day. Like a double, like a double dot. You can release two in one day. Oh, of course we can. We're cool. Of course we can. <laughs> what? I don't know what <laughs> accent that is. What accent would that I like to, I like to, I like to wood them off. Really now? <laughs> Hey, boyo. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll release this one tonight, the second one tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. I like how they're, they're, you're listening to the behind the scenes of us um, debating on how to release it. Yeah. So you heard it here first, or you saw it as it was posted and clicked on it. Yeah, these are pre-recorded. I'm lonely. Welcome back to Forever the Sickest Kids podcast, episode two and a half. <laughs> forever the Sickest Kids podcast where we talk about Did I say Forever the Sickest Kids? Dude, I, I, I knew I was going to They're going to see Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. So anyway, I'm Dallas. I'm Justin. Welcome back to Forever the Sickest Kids Welcome back to Forever the Sickest Kids podcast. First part of the episode got a little, kind of little, got a little deep. We had, I had a good, I, I had a great, com- yeah, I think it was a great conversation. Yeah, that, that was the, uh, the hard seltzer. This is the, the this light is- carbonated Seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> if if the first episode was Titanic, this is Rugrats in Paris. <laughs> Chucky didn't have.
have a mom and he was sad. <laughs> that wasn't pretty. He didn't have a mom and he was sad. <laughs> All the other kids were dancing with their, with their mommies. And he was like, mom, mama. And then he said, mom, mama. He's over there with, with his dad. And he's like, he holds on his dad's shirt like, where's my mama? And he's like, she's dead. And he's like, <laughs> Uh, can, mom did die. Can you imagine? Oh, is that okay? Conspiracy time. Also, special guest again back with us for this episode is Renee McFall. Say hello. Hello. Renee's a big Rugrats fan. Do you think Chucky's biological mother died? Yes. Has it been spoken that she died? Yes. How? I think she was. It was either a car crash or she was sick. They put this in a children's cartoon. Yeah. Hey Google. Hold on. How did Chucky's mom from Rugrats die? After the series revival, Chucky's mom named Melinda was finally given more detail as she was shown on screen in flashbacks in the episode Mother's Day. In that episode, it was explained that Melinda died of a sudden terminal illness shortly after her son was born. I was three when this was on TV. Wow. Is that Full House? Bro, Full House, too. Full House is a family show. And you always knew when it was going to get serious because you'd hear that like really light piano music. (laughs) And Danny would go, Deej. You can't do this because that. Did you learn the lesson, did you? And then they hug, and then... <laughs> and then, then John Stamos would go, have mercy. And then all of them would go... <laughs> Yo, for real, though? John Stamos? He's uh, he's an underrated beefcake. Did I say the right name? Yeah. That's John Stam- Uncle Jesse? Yeah, John Stamos. Underrated, good-looking man. You don't think so, Renee? Here's the thing how podcasts work, like sweetheart. You have to answer verbally. For podcasts to work. <laughs> he looks like fix a flat if it was a person. <laughs> like he, he does the job. You know? He shows up, he does his thing. Right? Does it, but person. does it last a long time? Dang. You have to get it replaced eventually. That's why the show tanked. Dang. That's... I did like the song he did with uh, Beach Boys. Did the show really tank though? It went on for 12 seasons. I mean. How many? Hey, Google. <laughs> How many seasons were in Full House? I think it's 12 seasons. Eight. I was homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> no, Full House. Um, let me grab the hot sauce. Spicy opinion. Full House sucked, man. What? What? After what? the show got older than like two, it went downhill for sure. That's a hot take. I think the best parts of the show were when Michelle was like three. And the you got it dude stage. Before the narcotics. When Jeff, oh, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, man. It wasn't that great. Like, it, 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 but it the was chief- the same thing every single episode. Deej and, and her sister that I can't even remember the name. Stephanie. Stephanie. The one who ended up being a porn star in yeah. real life, yeah. So she, they, there's a debacle there. One of them says, oh, I won't tell if you don't. Well, I won't tell if you don't. And then the dad is like, I miss my wife. It's hard dating sometimes because I miss my wife. Then you have Uncle Jesse coming. like, have mercy. I'm, I'm Elvis, but I'm not. 
have the comic relief that does all the impressions. You're like, oh, he sounded like Popeye that episode. Remember the episode when he sounded like Popeye? Yeah. And then he's just like, you got it, dude, the little girl. And then Michelle, they, they, don't yeah, you Michelle, ever speak were, it was disparagingly of her. Girls, and they only used one of them. And then they learned the lesson at the end of the episode, like, well, I never thought of it that way. I can't wait to make the same mistake in a different way the next episode. Wow. How about you? And then you have Fuller House, which is the same stuff. Oh, Fuller House was garbage. You know why it was garbage? Because the source material (laughs) was the paper that you ended up throwing away. But here's the thing. But with that being said... Girl Meets World was trash. Boy Meets World is one of the best shows to ever exist. No. But their source, okay, but their source material is great. Why did Girl Meets World fail? Because it's a repeat of something that we've already seen. It's in a different It's like, oh, it's different because it's a girl. Well, no, I was about to bring up the Roseanne rebank, but no, that show failed because Roseanne has a Twitter account. Yeah, you can't stop taking Vicodins <laughs> and saying, hey, that person looks like Planet of the Games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Somebody hashing old shows. I was about to say. Make new stuff. Yeah, what happened to originality in Hollywood? Like... What happened to original ideas? Why is everything got to tie in with everything? The one that made me really draw the line was their rebooting Saved by the Bell. Are they rebooting Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Have you seen the right trailer? Now? No. It's horrible. Well, it's, it's about Slater's kids. Slater is a gym teacher at uh, Bayside. Well, yeah, because he was not smart. He was handsome, but not smart. What was your favorite show growing up, Renee? That's a good question. Well... Do we I just came cram- way later than y'all's childhood. Yeah, Renee's five years younger. What, like, what did you watch five weeks ago? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so young. Flamed. I can't I remember that far back. That's <laughs> the issue. You told me you watched a lot of... Um... I did watch Full House. Yeah, Full um, House. Three's Company. My mom watched it, but I didn't really understand That was a it. good show. That was show was before its time. That was good. You know why? Because of Don Knotts. Don Knotts was great. Bro, John Ritter was fantastic, this is, too. Yeah, this is what he did. This is what Don Knotts was good for. Justin's walking into the other room. Oh, come on, everybody. Are you still going? <laughs> <laughs> I can't really see the Bible with two single women. That wouldn't be very Christian. Let me get out of here, That was actually a great impersonation of his voice. Yeah. Do you I, know? I love that. No, that's, that's what he did. He didn't want that. Wasn't that the premise? Yeah. They lived together. That show was way, it was woke before woke was a thing. No, it was. Yeah. If they tried to make Three's Company now, people would probably get offended by the whole, like. It'd be a pop pre- pre- Yeah, pretending to be gay thing. The Office. Have you watched The Office? Mm-hmm. That's a great show. But I feel like if it was made in 2020, it would get canceled. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bad. Episode two, Diversity Day. I like the one, the baby shower one, where he's helping him to hang up the sign. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he can't stop saying that's what she said the whole entire episode. Bro, such a good show. I see a lot of that in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Can you make that a bit strange? No, that one's it's edgy, but it's woke because you got your lesbians and your gays, you have to mix it. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine really took a big chance because one of the main cast members is a gay African American man. I'm like, whoa, that makes it okay. Shook. So if they, when they make the 
the uh, and they make it a joke, but not in an offensive way. Yeah, it's funny. It like if people stop getting offended by everything, that'd be great too, dude. Not everything. A hundred percent. Not everything has to be taken like as literal. Absolutely, things can just be things. That that's the moral of our last podcast is people can just be people. Justin, you have quite a few questions. I don't know if it's quite a few. I don't know the number at all. But you have questions that you would like to discuss in the podcast. Okay. Did y'all listen to my Modern Marriages podcast? I did. That's the only one I cared about. No, we listened to all of them. Yeah. Okay. We're we're fans. I wanted to to get a little catch up on that. Do y'all feel like y'all your marriage is as like? Let me try to find the best way to, to say it. Better than everyone else's, like better than the past. Like, do you look at past marriages that you've maybe seen growing up and you look at yours? So are you asking if we feel like our marriage is more successful than yes. marriages back in the day? Yes. We kind of talked about this after we listened to your podcast briefly. Not in depth. We just kind of talked about that concept. I want to get your perspective first. Renee. So our marriage, is it better than? Other marriages that we've seen growing up. Growing up, yeah. Like it's so, I mean, both of our parents are divorced. Yeah, we're both children of divorce. So, that's already a yes. <laughs> yeah, so far, so good. But, like, as far as like if we're doing something they're not, I don't know if that's necessarily the case because I don't know how my parents' marriage, I don't know the problems. When you're a kid, you're not like, hey, mom, dad, how's the sex life, right? You are so you know? lucky. Yeah. Let me spill my tea that's fermented and has become kombucha. Let me tell you that one real quick. Sorry to jump in on your question, guys. Bro, don't. Dude, Onision's going to come at you if you start talking about kombucha. So, yeah. I wasn't shielded from anything. You know how Captain America had that big giant shield? He's like, get behind me. Yeah, my mom would be like, "Get in the way!" <laughs> she, I was the shield. Like, get in the way! Like, get over here! Absorb all this! <laughs> no, it was my dad. My dad would no. He never used me as a shield. I made myself the shield. About that, I was, oh. like, I was like, siblings behind me. <laughs> you know? I was like, do not, do not take this. Oh. And, uh, I'm not laughing at you. You just naturally have a funny way of describing your childhood. I'm so glad my childhood was bad. (laughs) I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, I'm so glad it's bad. It was bad because I did learn a lot of lessons of what not to do. Sure. And I think that kind of parallels. Is that how you say that word? Parallels, parallels. I don't Parallel. know. Parallel. Are you saying parlay like how pirates will not fight each other so they can have a quarrel, have a discussion? Did you say, par- did you say parlay, Jack Sparrow? I don't know what I said. Maybe I was trying to say paralysis. Parallel. Para, para, paradise. Uh, but that kind of like. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is going to be one of those episodes, isn't it? But uh, I feel like that kind of like, you know. To, to catch you guys up on what we're talking about, Justin asked us um, if we think our marriage is more healthy, successful, what what we're doing different 
than what maybe other marriages that have failed are doing. And like you say, like you said in your podcast, that 50% of marriages end in divorce. Yes, all of them. All of them. Um, I don't know if we're doing anything different. I think we're just realizing that love is beyond feelings. Mm-hmm. Because she and I can 100% confidently say that we don't wake up every day with butterflies. I don't wake not every second of the day. I'm just like, <laughs> but I know that I love her. Well, it's not supposed to be that way. It's not supposed to be that way. Love is a choice. I I don't every second of the day go, oh, Brittany, I want to touch your mind. But like, I know. I'm so sorry. That's how I feel about you. But I, but our but our connection is physical only. Um, I wake up every day and I'm like, <laughs> but. Well, no, that's the thing. It's like, not that I don't feel those feelings for my wife ever. But some days I wake up and I'm just like, man, like, I don't feel like being affectionate. Or, man, she did this really gross thing. And I know that I do the same thing for her. Before I got married, I didn't realize I don't brush my teeth the right way. She let me know. I didn't know I don't know how to chew food the right way. She let me know. But I say I'll let to say this. If love was defined by feelings, we would have split up, splitted up a long time ago. But love is not about how you feel. Feelings are deceptive, you know? We talk about the Bible a lot, but it's fine. If you get offended, then you know, whatever. Go to church. <laughs> In the words of issues. If you're scared, female dog, go to church. Um but <sighs> The Bible says that the heart is deceptive, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, just because you feel some type of way doesn't mean that's true. I feel a lot of things, but that doesn't mean it's factual. Yeah. I know without a hundred, a hundred percent, without a doubt, I am in love with my wife. That I would not, I do not want, that's the reason I decided to marry her, is my heart and my brain, (laughs) I I put it the opposite. (laughs) My heart and my brain. My mouth and my <laughs> My spleen and my uterus. My, my brain and my heart both knew I do not want to be with anyone else. I am so in love with Renee and I want her to be my wife. And in that moment, I didn't feel – and that, in that moment, sure, I felt like, oh, goosebumps on our marriage, on our wedding day, I felt that. And I do feel that from time to time when she does something really cool. But it's just one of those things you know. It's not based on how good you feel. And I want to get your take on it in a second. So I think that's different. We base so many relationships, kids in high school, oh, I have a crush on you. Crushes wither away, but love is eternal, right? And maybe we're weird. But I know without a doubt I love Renee. And yes, I feel love for her. It's not like I'm just like, oh, that's a nice person. That's a nice That's a woman. No, I'm I'm attracted to her. You know, I love expressing affection to her and intimacy with her. But I know without a doubt that I'm in love with her, even if I don't feel butterflies 100% of the time. And that's why I feel like a lot of relationships fail is because they want you – they expect to feel that way all the time. We watched a show on Netflix, Love is Blind. Have you watched it? 
bro, it's a trap, but you got to watch it. <laughs> Dude. And basically the premise of the show is they take um, 20, like 10. 10 single people, men and women, and put them in these little boxes where they can't see each other. They can only talk to each other. And they... Uh, Within basic, like to sum it all up very yeah. quickly... Within four days of never seeing each other, only talking to each other, they start getting engaged. And then... They fall in love. After they get engaged, then they see each other. So after they get engaged, they get to see each other. And this is literally after and then, four or five days. And then they make them live together and see... The, basically, the test is to prove, hey, is it only physical attraction or is love blind? Yeah. Uh, and it's a cool concept. But one woman, one girl in there... Who, uh, what was her name? Which one? The blonde one who was with... Jessica. Not Jessica. Oh, no, not Jessica. The other one. She's the one. She was like foreign. Oh. What was her name? Fihama. Not Fihama. Her name was Jenna. Giovanni. Giovanni. Giovanna. Giovanna, something like that. I think they just call her Gina. We'll call her Gina. Yeah. She was the one of the worst. She was very just like, oh, like, like that immature mindset. She'd sold this person who was like an awesome guy who's treating her like a queen even when she was being terrible to him. I don't feel butterflies. I don't think this is going to work out. I literally want to scream at the TV. That's not love. Yeah. You're not in love. You, you want to have sex. <laughs> and that's the yeah, thing. That's the thing is that's why so many people are scared of commitment because they want to feel this magical feeling. Love that's is a fun. choice. Mm-hmm. That's my take. Renee, how do you feel about it? About the same on all of that, and I feel like a lot of people who I've talked to that are older than us, like family or just people we know, when they talk about when they got married, a lot of reasons behind theirs is like, yeah, we loved them, or we loved each other, but I was trying to get out of this town. I was trying to get out of this place. I you got were pregnant. pregnant. Um, yeah. And I think that's a big play or that's yeah. a big role in other people. Absolutely. And now I feel like in the time that we're in now, a lot of people are realizing like you don't have to get married to get out of a position yes. that you're stuck in. And I think that's something that people before now didn't realize well that's no that's 100% correct and it goes back to emotional decision making don't do something because it feels good in the moment think about it a lot of people are like we got engaged nine months in the dating a lot of people are like that's too soon and I'm like you don't know how I felt (laughs) you don't know the connection between us and I where our marriage isn't perfect as in nobody's but 99.99% 99.99% of the time, we are smiling and happy and in love without having to feel like the, Ooh. it's just because we love each other. I We have that connection that's deeper than emotion. Welcome to my TED Talk. Please like and subscribe for more content. So I'm glad you said it that way because I think my podcast didn't really go deep into the parts of like, are we it's not lovey-dovey. Are we making a podcast c- cinematic universe? Yeah, we see you. <laughs> Don't panic while you're sick, kid. You're forever. I'm watching bad movies. <laughs> Don't panic while you're watching bad movies, you sick kid. 
Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. We're bad movies and we're kissing from the sickest. I'm don't panic what? about him. How about you don't? <laughs> you don't? As long as I get to die in the end and everyone else gets to stay safe, I'm good. Bro. Then Dylan's got to squeeze him. They're going to snap. We can talk, talk about... Changing the culture. Changing God. the culture. We can all wrestle. I'm going to DDT you into this panic, don't you? Know about <laughs> it? <laughs> Bad movie, but uh, we're going to find a good title. But That was all gold. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> That's the longest title. We can never put that on the shirt. It's like a crab core band from 2008. Don't panic into the clip. If we made, uh, if we made, even if we made the shirt an acronym, it would go. <laughs> it would just be but anyway, go ahead and say your point. So yeah, wedding like marriages are not supposed to be all lovey dovey all the time. It's it, and when you do stay together after you have quarrels or 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 like parlays because Dallas is a pirate. <laughs> but when you have when you have uh, discrepancies or arguments or whatever. The fact that you don't leave each other, that proves right then and there, like, you actually do love each other. Because if if you wanted to be lovey-dovey all the time, and at the first sign of a struggle, you leave, it was never love in the first place. Oh, yeah. And I don't think I conveyed that much very well, but... Um, <laughs> I can't get over you saying parlay. <laughs> <laughs> right, I That was the chair. Yes, it was. <laughs> not you. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, it's, it's not... I see a lot of people like like the Facebook relationships. Like I know I'm not gonna say anyone's names. This is my this is my diary and some This is my diary. This is my diary and I'm gonna let all my inner thoughts out. So there's this couple that they they post selfies all the time. They're like, oh look at our wonderful life. And I was like, I've seen you hit him. <laughs> wow. I've seen you It just got real. I've seen you hit his jejunum. This is the small intestine that makes you vomit. I thought you were talking about his, like, um, papunum. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not a papunum macado. Not a And that's terrible. I'm not making fun of abuse. Yeah, that's terrible. That's like, awful. Like, I love him so much that I punch him in his gut. And I just make sure we have... And he's he's not good to her either. He's a dude-timer. He goes around the blog. He's like, hey, come over here, dame. Get in my car. We'll go have a good time. Why don't you? Do they eat baggus? What? Do they go eat baggus? Baggus? I thought you said haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Arr, do they go no. eat haggis and parlays? Dylan has a TikTok, and I'm, I I, oh, hate, I hate TikTok so much, I hate anyone on it, <laughs> except him or, and people I love. There's this TikTok that he does. They play this, like, really, like, serious-sounding piano <laughs> note, and he looks at the camera. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> he looks at the camera and he no wait. You have Ray has TikTok. I, you okay? I don't. I don't hate you for having you. one. She doesn't use it. She just people watches. Yeah, yeah that's fine. But Dylan's the exception because he's so stupid. What's it? <laughs> it's I think release the Dylan. Release the Dylan. Yeah. Like release the Kraken. But he's, but he released a parlay. He, par, he had a parlay. <laughs> he was able to copyright. He was all out of rum. He was, 
I'm gonna punch you so hard in the face if you say that again. Punch you in the what? The he was all out of rum in the face. I'm so confused. Mm. I'm gonna parlay my way out of here. He was all out of room, but you said rum. Uh, Is that like a trigger? I don't know what I did. I don't. When you say funny stuff, it makes me violent. <laughs> Dylan would So if I tell you a not not joke, you're gonna punch me in the face. No, Dylan would do this thing. He would always like he would imitate a, a celebrity. There's this video of a woman talking talking to another woman about this uh their daughter got arrested for uh pot possession. And the woman's talking to this lady, she's like, she had THC in her system, and before she could even say system, she was Pop right in the mouth. Dylan would repeat that <laughs> scenario, just using his voice the whole time, and I'd laugh and I'd be like, "I'm gonna." Hit, I would go up to him and like hit him in the arm. I'm like, "Stop making me laugh." So I think of all those times I just get violent when someone says something funny. I can't find it. Well, look, well, look, well, maybe it's on. I'm gonna go to his Facebook. Go to his Facebook. Well, no. So, well, yeah. so what he does after me giggling like an idiot for like five minutes? That was a good little segue. He, the piano note plays, and he, it's black and white, and it's like this old movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel suspense is killing me. <laughs> no, he says haggis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's all he says. He goes, I guess. Like, <laughs> so, so, like, I guess. Like, like, some brutish, like, like, old-timey, like, Englishman that's running an orphanage. Like, that's, oh. so he, he can do one little, he can do one little thing. And it makes me think of 50 different things. Like, he puts it in <laughs> such a condensed form. I remember when Dylan was <laughs> He's like, an idiot. He's so funny. I remember <laughs> when Dylan... As a kid, he would just pretend to hit his head on my door oh, frame. He still does it. He does it still. <laughs> he'll just walk and just like pretend to hit his head. <laughs> he has the most energy out of everyone I've ever met. I love him so much. When we gotta Chris, get him on the podcast. When Chris already died, his spirit went into Dylan. I a hundred percent agree. He's I don't believe in reincarnation except for that. He came back as Dylan Scott. I was about to sip out of the hot sauce bottle. Dude, that wouldn't have been good. We have soda. Oh, let me see your phone, Dallas. We got we gotta find this video. Okay. I'm trying so hard. So TikTok. TikTok. I found oh, it. She found it's it. Just his name. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Oh. You guys this, turn up the volume. Okay. But yeah. This is fine. This is our this is our sponsored this segment. Is my iPhone. No. So this is that's a S Tim. Oh, that's 20 plus, S20, S20 plus whatever. He like he'll post a video of him uh, popping his kneecap out of place on accident. He'll <laughs> he'll leave that up. Um, where is it? It's one of the first ones. It's black and white. This, this man is so uh, talented. I love him. Oh, here we here we go. Here we go. Ready? I'll go. Oh, Wait on. I knew it was coming and it still scared me. (laughs) Oh, Dylan. Gotta love him. 
You gotta follow him on TikTok, Renee. I'm following him right now. It's just the one keeper Scott. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man, we gotta have him on the podcast. He's so good, such a good boy. Oh, I love him. Oh, 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 hurt me. I can't even remember what we were talking about. I guess. I guess. Oh, we were talking about modern marriages <laughs> and how we were. Uh, honestly, like I don't want to like crap on like our old fa- like our family's old marriages because every marriage is different. But and we've only we haven't even been married two years yet. How dare you disgrace the son of a shepherd? But uh, uh. He looks so upset. I'm I sorry. It's again the PTSD from being a child. <laughs> Don't you do it! You felt something. I'm gonna dare you. Oh man! But yeah, before we move on to our next topic, I think like pow pow's hurt after a while. <laughs> God Almighty! You can't hit the bruise over and over and over again. It's gonna be a bigger bruise. <laughs> No, she, I was never physically abused, but might as well. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Okay. Marriage. Oh. <laughs> yeah, marriage is great. <laughs> That's the podcast right there. Like, you guys talk about really serious issues that need to be talked about. And I'm like, well, science has its really weird consistency. Sometimes, sometimes they're really airy and it's really easy to crunch. And then sometimes it's just as like hard as a, as a pretzel. <laughs> What is with that? They need to just like find something. <laughs> they need to go find like a consistent ingredient. I can't. I can't just do this. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's something Renee would talk to me about. <laughs> no, like that was like to say, yeah. So the socioeconomic problems that you know that, that we're facing today during this crisis, you know, the unemployment's at like 13. percent We need to find a good strategic strategy to get people back to work, but in a safe way. And I'm like, yeah, but Doritos Cool Ranch. I mean, it's not as good as nachos. <laughs> Nacho cheese. Yo, that's something I can get behind. Nacho cheese all the way. You're the intellectual. I'm the idiot. Bro, that's the podcast forever. Bro, that's the thing, though. You have great things to say. I do have great things to say, but Funyuns. Funyuns are dope. You need to have a consistent ingredient. Funyuns are dope. Where they're not hard sometimes and then soft. But if they're hard, those are the ones that have the no, because if it's lighter, more of the seasoning dust gets inside the air. Renee also eats stuff that's been on the counter for two weeks, and she'll eat it like it's nothing. So. It's not bad. Bro, she'll eat leftovers. leftovers? Yeah, exactly. dude, here's, here's the hot topic of this podcast. I hate leftovers. Hate them. The flavor intensifies in the fridge. It depends on what it is, but... That's fair. Leftover pizza, dude, I will eat that all day, every day. You're a hypocrite, because that's leftovers. <laughs> that's leftovers. Oh, uh, let me, let me... I will mean, never eat anything that is leftover, except for this. <laughs> let me, let me backtrack, like, all uh, the, Let me backtrack, like, the politicians of America. Uh-huh. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, the party episode where Justin gets mad at something. Here, here, here's your shovel. <laughs> out of that statement, I do like leftover pizza, but not all the time. And if, you would be inhumane to not appreciate leftover Thanksgiving food. Oh. But I do. So you're but everything else, hypocrite. That's fair, dude. I'm a Christian. Dude, but here's, yeah. the, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, go on ahead. Well, I was just going to say, 
No matter what. Why'd you almost hit me? <laughs> Oh, guitar. <laughs> Say something to calm me down. I'm sorry. I don't know if it'll calm me down. It's just gonna... <laughs> Anyways. Wow, this is this episode's off the rails. I love it. You get leftover dinner or lunch or whatever from your nannies or your moms almost daily. What? No matter what it is. I do? It's not freshly cooked. Everything I know is a lie. You think they do you, that all the time? You literally you call them and you say, hey, is there any of this left over? And they say, yeah, and you go get it. Dude, if there's mold on the food in the fridge, I scrape it off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's, oh, that's why the roll is, is made here. for mold. Cheese is made for mold. As long as you don't eat the mold, then you're good. Exactly. Oh. Who are you people? Who are you, you people? Away, do you throw away a shirt when it gets dirt on it? No, you wipe the dirt off. I was outgrowing my shirts in two days. <laughs> That's true. I've had I've shirts in my closet from middle school. <laughs> you look like the brother on Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I look like Dewey. Uncle Rico? No, Kip. He doesn't oh, look yeah. like anyone from Napoleon Down Under. I look like when him. Oh, uh, the Fonda. Yeah. Did you? Oh, you just said that black chick. You're just saying what we oh. talked about in the last podcast. Internalized. Their color doesn't matter. They're a person. Well, how else are you supposed to describe someone? Like when I talk about Wesley Snipes, I don't say he's a really buff guy. I say he's a really buff black guy because that's what he is. That's fair. He's, if I he, didn't point that out, maybe that's me trying to deny the fact that they're black. Or yes. you're just a Nazi! This <laughs> is good. No, or like, I'm just teasing. I'm being sarcastic. When you, when you talk about movies, oh, that black guy in that movie, you always say Denzel Washington. Because that's true. He's always the black guy in a movie. Because he is. I can't think of more. I can't think of any movie I've personally seen with Denzel Washington in it. Avengers. No, I'm thinking about this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, that's man. That's oh, no. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you? Oh, no. I miss. Oh, no. I just misspoke. They don't look the same. They don't look the same. I misspoke. There are two very famous black actors who have been in a lot of movies. It's the Mandela effect, you know? It's the Mandela effect. You, you mistake them, okay? That's not what I intended at all. I know Denzel was on Man on Fire. See, that was the movie that he was in. Hey, Google. Who was the star of Man on Fire? Denzel, Denzel Washington. Dude, so I remembered. I redeemed myself. Dude, no, when Samuel L. Jackson is the black guy in every movie. He is in every movie. See, now it makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking at me so weird. So that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm not gonna assume all leftovers are bad. You're not gonna assume all black people look the same. We're fine. Oh God, what a podcast this has been. What an episode this has been. So, what other topic? When we lost our guest, she I got left. canceled. He got canceled. This comes out. I lose my job. Hashtag. I have to get a GoFundMe. Hashtag cancel culture. Mm-hmm. At least you're not grooming people and you're having your Patreon deleted. That's true. Oh, and you see him. I've checked up on him in a long time. He has an OnlyFans account. 
where he does CG pictures of him and very sexual Ugh. weird things like with unicorns. And What's stuff. sad is I'm not surprised. Dolly Vanity is trying to make a comeback, too. Remember that? Oh, like, dude. Had to fall from Blood on the Dance Floor. Every ex-girlfriend I ever had loved Blood on the Dance Floor. Um, it explains a lot about why my relationships failed. Well, I still give Sam a very hard time about that. Like I, I contemplate divorce with you every day. Was she a, was she a Blood on the Dance Floor fan? I know she liked BBB. Every, every girl in our town... Remember, it was all bubblegum and like, I'm craving for you. I'm missing you like Kenday. <laughs> like Kenday. And then, then Black Veil Brides comes out. And then everyone, every girl in town, they swished their hair like Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3. And they were like, oh, I'm really edgy and I like disco sticks and I like pens and papers, man. Pens and needles. Pens and papers. Pens and papers. What was that one? Blood and uh, pin knives and pins. Knives and pins. Yeah, the whole like. Yeah, let's have something sharp in the title for a demographic that mostly cuts themselves. Whoa, statistics. Yeah, let's like let's talk about. Oh, your words are sharp like a razor. <laughs> I, don't I wish I was the razor between your thighs. Wow. We were listening to some old Fong in reverse, and the lyrics were pretty similar to that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a lyric, what I just said. I got girls like bad boys. That's on, tic- that's on TikTok, too. Have you seen that one, Renee? Yeah, dude, it blew up. Uh, the girl girls bad- goes like bad guys TikTok, where they're like, oh, I'm dressing like a dork. Let me cover the camera and reveal my bad self. I think I've seen a that would probably be a better song than the actual song. <laughs> so, what other juicy topics do you have for us? Burger, good. Really? Yeah, you've been eating it for two hours. Nice, dude, dude. I savor, bro. If it's like if it's in front of my face, it's out. It's out of here. Twenty-five seconds. No, because then the flavor's not in my mouth. Ah, that's true. You like, like to taste your food. Mm-hmm. I see. No, I took this really awesome steak last night. Stack. I rubbed a bouillon cube on it. Ooh. Yeah, my dad. I don't think my dad likes that. Really? He's. Just, I'm a steak purist too. I like salt, pepper, garlic, thyme. Two minutes, thirty <laughs> seconds on each side, then boom, down the hatch. <laughs> I forgot thyme is a seasoning. So they'll be like garlic thyme. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I could turn back time, <laughs> if I could find parmesan. Parmesan would be good too, but um, so you're a steak purist, you say? Like yeah. you just like it bare bones? Yeah, like salt and pepper, salt and pepper, the garlic, little fine, little olive oil, and you sear it on both sides, and the gas on, you got it, and you put it in your mouth and you chew, you know, bada boom. But I got this bouillon cube that they use for like stocks and all mm-hmm. that stuff, like soups. Yeah, I spread it on the steak, and I. Is it good? <laughs> no, it's really good. Really? There's MSG. Steak sounds good. There's MSG all over it. Message. So it probably doesn't even taste good. I'm like, <laughs> chemicals are telling me this tastes good. You know what MSG was created for? What? I mean, this is a little ju- <laughs> juicy thing. You want to know? You know what yeah, is? let's spill the So tea. there was these things there in Pearl Harbor, and they were called kamikaze pilots. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was Japan or China. 
probably I, one of them. It was one of those guys over there, <laughs> one of those types. And they were they they would get in planes and they would go to our military bases and they would go uh, Bandai and then they would crash into our military bases, right? Yes. So these guys were hopped up on crystal meth. I see. All the whole all the time. That'd be the only way you wanted to crash a plane. Well, they gave them this bean paste that tastes like poop. Like really bad stuff. So they're like, we can't survive off of this because they would be in the planes for like days at a time. So they made MSG and they put it in there for them to eat that crap. So they would be like, oh, this crap tastes really good and would sustain them. So McDonald's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's what MSG was made from. Dude. And then we put it in Doritos. Wow. To feed our children. Dang it. That's like very good information to know. That was so useless. Like, like but no, not useless, there. dude. It terrifies me. <laughs> useless information to some people makes me want to go full like white mom Christian. Like, we're homeschooling the kids. We're not leaving the house. You know, like anyway, the secondhand smoke. So that was my favorite time at church. Yeah, I walk out of the door and I just like like a wall of cigarette smoke, which is uh, yes. It was to remind you that hell exists. <laughs> uh, we did. We've been doing outside church services because of you know our boy Kobe, and uh, we long we did last Sunday was hot, like sweating profusely hot. And I walked in. I posted on Instagram story, and I was like, "If you were at this outside church service and you don't know Jesus." Give your life to him because hell is going to feel like this. Excuse me, we are having a podcast. No, she has a life and has friends. No, that was Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have Pinterest too. I had one to find out what she wanted for our wedding. Like, I had to like try to figure out what she wanted um, before I proposed to her. But I deleted it. I used it for, and then like, I had like one little sub page for like that stuff and the rest was like guitars and spider-man yeah no regrets so we got like 16 minutes left before it cuts us off because i think i cut us off because i tried to play a twitter video Uh, so what do you was what is your next topic what do you what would you like to address to the court i wrote nothing down and i thought i was gonna go spitball i'm gonna go it was gonna come out me Oh, dude, you just hit your knee on this glass table. I hit the fascia in my knee. Oh. Yeah, so my right knee, there's um, there's this cartilage. Oh, yes. It's not called fascia. What is, is it? Is that what you meniscus. blow and put in your Nintendo and you play the games? You're going to get punched. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I have this uh, meniscus in my right knee that tore. Uh-huh. And it turned into like hard cartilage balls and it would like lock my leg. I couldn't bend my... My leg. That sucks, dude. Like Sorry two days that. straight. Yeah. Sorry to do that. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. All right, we're getting old, dude. No, it's 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 a daunting thing. We're gonna be thirty like in three years. That's true. We're gonna be thirty, and uh, by the time I'm forty, I I hope I'm in a box. <laughs> I don't want to get old. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing. I know it's that controversial thing. Oh, you want to live? You don't live a long life. Nah. <laughs> nah. So like I've seen seventy and eighty year olds. You can't touch them without, like, a black spot showing up. Poor things. They're very brittle. I don't want to be brittle ever. Yeah. Send me off when I'm – even, like, if I – promise me this. If I'm getting close to 41, K 
cap me. <laughs> cap. If you me. care about me at all, you will murder me. Because like I, I'm gonna have kids by then. Yeah. I'm gonna have a nice uh, insurance policy. They'll be they'll be set for life. Don't let me live past forty. <laughs> Okay. This could be really dark and grim if I actually go before then. I know. Well, like, we should have done the whole time. Oh, oh man! No, I want it to be natural. I'm never gonna like initiate it. But Do it on purpose. May yeah. I be a statistic? <laughs> <laughs> Look back. Well, so we. Wow, I've listened to that like five times. It's a good now. dude. Yeah, we're like our only listeners. I think I I listened to it twice. We. Courtney listens. Courtney listens. That's good. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many people listen. Even on Renee and I's podcast, I'll see our annual listeners per episode, and I'm like, "What? Y'all crazy?" Um, Y'all are entertaining, though. I like the way it makes it to where I don't have to watch the movie. That's that's our thing. We watch bad movies so you don't have to. I'd rather no, no. Yeah. I do want to see that one with the the bunny, the money balloon. Oh, yeah. Dead Con? It's on YouTube, bro. Or not, or not, it's on Netflix, bro. It's bad. It's rough. If y'all don't watch The Room, I'm going to get really bad. Like, I'm we're get, we're definitely... It's on our list. We have oh, a, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Have you, have you seen I did not hit her. I, I did not. I'm a big fan of Chris Stuckman, and he's did a hilariosity review of it, so I've watched that. But I haven't like seen the movie. You need to watch it from the beginning to the very end. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's uncomfortable. Don't watch it with, like... People you love, like y'all can watch with each other. Y'all love each other. That's fine. But don't let your mom in there. Don't let any. Don't let your sister watch. Don't let anyone you even care about watch it. Wow, it's awful. Well, that might be that might be one that we have to tackle. I tell you what, I'm, I'm still waiting for it. Dang it, it doesn't happen. I'm gonna have to unsubscribe. Wow, it's only a matter of time. No, you have to. I will definitely do it this week. We'll try. We can find it. I think it's like an hour long. Really? I think I've seen it on Netflix. So speaking of hour long, I guess we can close the podcast with this. Let's talk about things. Stuff and things. Renee, you bring up our last topic of conversation. Oh, you give us something to talk We're going to rattle. We're it could be, be about anything. It could be about cheese. Ask us a question. It doesn't have to be deep or profound. We've already covered that today. On both ends of the spectrum. Oh, I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> oh, I'm on. Oh, I, Somewhere I'm weaving in and out every single day, man. I'm like, what? 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 Say it again. Good God. <laughs> it's a song. So Renee said you brought it. where I was going. <laughs> okay. No. And it just reminded me of this thing that's been stuck in my head lately. Okay. Have y'all heard about the condom plan during the Cold War? The condom plan during it the Cold War. It didn't happen, but it was a plan that they just didn't go through with. They were going to poke holes in them? No, the, who did, did that. who did we fight in the Cold War? Hey Google, who did the U.S. fight in the Cold War? I can't remember who was on Russia. That's not right. Soviet Union. 
Soviet Union and Soviet Russia. Yeah. Okay. So America planned on getting like super extra large condoms and riding small and medium on them and dropping them in Russia so Russia would think that Americans small was an extra large and so they would feel wow bad about themselves. Was Trump president? <laughs> <laughs> They're not small, they're huge. huge. Our our penises are the hugest in all of the land. Three, ideal. Four, she's going crazy. Five, gonna kill her. That's so big. That's funny to me because it's it's like, they're like, yeah, people are dying. Meanwhile, (laughs) you got a little pecker. Like, Like, oh, no. These Americans and their big penises. <laughs> no way they were going to be able to do the beat them. They're going to take it up. They're going to swing. They're going to swing. We can do this. Mother Russia. All I'm saying is. That's probably not even the right accent. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. All I'm saying is where are these condoms and how much are they? They uh <laughs> They're probably withered and dried now. They were dropped in the Soviet Union well, about 50 or 60 years ago. Well, that's that's a lot of the problem and why we can eat them is withered and dried. So, withered, but, 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 but thanks for that's That's an interesting story. I wonder if it's true. It is. Wow. That's terrible. No, there's some weird stuff. Um, Operation Midnight Climax, the government put uh, acid and like LSD and I called it LCD on accident on a Facebook <laughs> post. But, uh, yeah, they drugged all these people in the bar to test the effects of these drugs. Jeez. And someone died or something like that. Yeah. Our government's shady, man. A lot of people think that, and it could be true, that COVID-19 was created in the lab as a military weapon. I don't know if I believe that, but people believe it. Yep. Yeah, a little time. Let it rip. I got to pin it. Let it rip. A little bit on the last one. Let it rip. So, you know, late 2019, there was this Hong Kong protest going on, and it was literally crashing their economy, getting to the point of crashing their economy. Mm -hmm. And people were not going inside. People couldn't get on flights or anything. I thought, we really need to stop this. A couple of months later... Everyone's inside. Hmm. No one's protesting because there's a virus going around that's dropping people like flies. Wow. Huh. Now, I will say this. It's not because of the people. It's the government over there. They don't have the same freedoms as we do. They don't have freedom of speech. They have sure. a censored version of the internet. They wow. don't have the same internet that we do. That's crazy. I think... COVID-19 was accidentally released to shut them down, shut down the protests. But it spread. And then people that were there traveled back to America and to wherever else they lived. And it was a, wow. It was an unforeseen thing that happened. It was like an oops. I think they released it on purpose. Dang, dude. That's... I don't think it's a bat soup. I think it was, oh, we need to get these people inside. And wow. they didn't, Godzilla is not real. So they had to release Crazier things have happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say you're wrong. I think that could be very well a possibility. Well, there's. <clears throat> Let me do it. Hey, Google. 
What was Operation Paperclip? I'll read it out loud. Okay, Google, shut up. I'm gonna turn it up. Okay, Google, turn up all the way. Well, that, she only did one little stack <laughs> on the grass. <laughs> okay, Google, turn up. Okay, about a nine. Okay, Google. Yeah, it gets pretty loud. What was Operation Paperclip? Here's a summary from Wikipedia. Operation Paperclip was a secret program of the Joint Intelligence Objectives Agency largely carried out by special agents of Army CIC in which more than 1,600 German scientists Engineers and. <laughs> so cut it off there. Operation Paperclip was a. We brought Nazis from Germany to work on the space station for NASA. Mm -hmm. uh, there was another operation, I forgot the name. There was. It was an attempt, it was when JFK was present. They were going to give weapons to Cuban friendlies. Have them attack Guantanamo Bay. Say, oh, there's enemies here. We need you to attack Guantanamo Bay. They were going to shoot up movie theaters and blow up an airplane. They were going to blame it on Cuba so we could go to war with Cuba. This is something that was the Joint Chief of Staff at the time said that he wanted to do. And he went to JFK and JFK said no. Wild. And the documents were released <clears throat> due to the Freedom of uh, Information Act. 50 years later, so once something happens and it's classified, it cannot be re released until 50 years later. Jeez. So now you can read declassified stuff that was kept away from the public. So there have been governments, even our own, that have tried to stage things. To well, it's just, it's, just all, it's just all weird coincidences because people believe that they created it and got over here, and then boom, all of a sudden Kim Jong-un gets... Is supposedly dead. He's alive. He's alive? Mm -hmm. But they thought he was dead. He got really sick, right? So it's like, what are the point? I don't know. It makes you wonder, could they have released that to take him out too? I don't know. It's just weird. There's so many different conspiracies. And some people say, you shouldn't even talk about it. You shouldn't you should just listen to what the government says. No, there, it could be many, many things. Yeah. You don't get your news from the government. You get it from official sources. Um, that's why I don't look at like... Fox or CNN, I don't... Well, back to what we were saying about social media in the episode before, they're paid to give you stuff, tell you things that are going to scare you and make you angry. Yeah. That's how they get business. If they're just, if it's like, everything's getting, you know, there's still some things, but things are looking up, you're not going to tune in. No, it's okay. I don't have to watch them anymore. No, but if it's like, oh man, I don't know how we're going to make it out of this situation, then we're going to be invested. Things are getting worse, and if you don't keep watching us, you'll never know what's going to happen next. Yep. Money. Tune in. It's all about money. Yeah. <sighs> Before we end, yeah. i got a serious question for you. Oh, okay. Can I have one of those Dr. Peppers? <laughs> Absolutely. That's right over there. I would like to end on a, a, high, on a, on a funny note. That is a funny note. I asked you for DP. That you can have one of them. <laughs> so last question. Dude, the cherry one is the stuff. So last question before we, we sign off. Um, I saw a thing on Facebook where it was talking about like the weirdest food combinations you eat. 
So let's go around and share our weirdest guilty pleasure food thing that is cool to us, but might other people might be like, that's gross. Yeah, Renee. I have a, I have a feeling. I have a feeling Justin has a couple because I've witnessed have, a few of them. I don't think I have super crazy ones. Um, first three that come to mind. We'll be the judge of that. Is sour cream and onion chips with like Velveeta cheese. Mm, that sounds good. Um, and you know my Funyuns with bean dip. That makes sense. That's good. Yeah. You ever have bean and onion soup? No. Oh yeah. See, I don't think they're that crazy or. Um, you judge me on this one, like ketchup and chili. Ugh. <laughs> it's so good. Like, wait and see what his response is. He might be excited about it. Oh, okay. If she's a woman. I'll never hear her about all mine. <laughs> I might take it out on you. <laughs> ketchup is tomatoes and vinegar. Yes. And you put that in chili. So you have chili, you put shredded cheese, and then crackers, and then ketchup on top of that. You're wrong! (laughs) (laughs) You can put tomatoes in chili, that's fine, but ketchup? You have to try it. I'll try it. I'm willing. Here's the thing, though. You act like an American, and you put sour cream on it. You don't put ketchup. See? If you can see the disgust on his face here, just think of like, think of the biggest frown you've ever seen and like a, like a pit bull foam, just like a, well, one that, well, here's the thing, like the way we make our chili, we put tomato sauce in the chili. Will your mom ever make me chili? That's the I've been asking for it for like two months. I've been asking for it for two months. Bro, I know the recipe. I'll make you chili as she does it. And I make some pretty dope chili. Man, if you're listening to this, I'm very ashamed of you. And I hope that you carry this guilt for the rest of your life. That you never cooked any chili when I asked you to. So, yeah, Mom, where that chili at? Here's one that Renee judges me for. I like to dip chicken tenders in mustard. Honey mustard or like the like real mustard, straight up like just yellow paint mustard. Yeah, like that you put on a cheeseburger. The mustard, like the way I describe the taste of mustard, is <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a sharp it's like a it's like a. It's like a <laughs> Why? I don't even like mustards on hamburgers, dude. The- Corn dog, fine. If a little bit, little bit of mustard. Yeah, I don't like a lot. Like I go to Sonic and I'll take, I'll say only mustard. They drown the sucker in it. Uh, you know where you're, 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 you know, you're tasting blood in your na- your from your nose to your mouth. That's how much much mustard. I like if if I had to guess the flavor of a monkey's butthole, <laughs> it'd be very reminiscent of that of, of mustard. Bang, dude, you wild. And it's cl- it would be if you'd have that, you know, <laughs> that. So whenever, like, a monkey, like, puts its turd in his hand, does it go, and then throws it? So, combination I like is, uh, like, any type of pizza, and you dip it in ranch. Dude, that's pretty common, though. Yeah, no, well, I'm told that I'm a sick individual, and then I... My sister loves it. When she was a little baby, she'd say, got any ranch? Anytime we ate pizza. (laughs) I feel like I have weirder ones. My dad... Got me into this one. He would get like hot links, like the sausage hot links, 
Mm-hmm. And he dipped those in mustard, and that was good. I don't think that's um, out there. I think a lot of people do that. I like uh, octopus and smoked olive sauce. Lord. Yeah. No. This is a weird type of food. No. <laughs> Bro, I remember. I like sardines on my pizza. Dude, I've witnessed that one. Not when I was shook. We were at pizza. Dallas, no, this is this is exactly. I remember that day clear Vietnam flashback. Dallas saw me bite it, and this is exactly the motion that he did. He went. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he dodged. He was like. I feel like he was going to hit me because with Dallas is the type of guy that will go to a China buffet and will get the hush puppies. <laughs> and the Dude, not, uh, I hate seafood, so that's no. wrong. The chicken. Why would you go to a Chinese restaurant? They serve. That's mainly what they do. I went to a Mexican restaurant today and ate it's chicken It's like going to Double Bell like, oh, can you make me a burger? That'd be sick, that's dude. But here's the thing. <laughs> Taco Casa has Taco Burgers. So that's not out of, out of the ordinary. I don't know. It's like seasoned taco meat, though, with shredded cheese and lettuce. Yeah. Except instead of I like taco tacos. shell or tortilla, it's a burger. It's I like lettuce. tacos hold the sour cream and lettuce. Oh, sour like, cream is like the best. It's like, it's like going to an Italian restaurant and be like, hey, can I have some Mongolian beef? That makes no sense. <laughs> Don't go to Chinese restaurants if you're not going to eat some of the cuisine. Bro. That makes me mad. I'll go. If, we've ever, if we ever have beef ever again, it'll be that. It'll be for that. <laughs> we'll go to Great Wall and Justin just flips my plate <laughs> up. If you want pizza, go to Biggs. It's right down. If you want pizza, go there. Dude, now I'm like in the mood for Great Wall though. But if we go, we're going to get the coronavirus. Just kidding. I would. I'd, I'd risk it. Do y'all want to go to Great Wall? Dude, the day it was confirmed that it was in the U.S., me, Courtney, and Dylan went to a China buffet. That's what's up. Respect. And we coughed, and this one lady looked at me like, you swan. <laughs> She's like, what? She was getting really nervous. I'm like, ah, you're 50. It's bad to have allergies during this time. I coughed in Walmart and got a dirty look the other day. Some guy at work blew a snot rocket like three feet away from me. Oh, Jeez, come on, man. No, it, People have no shame. Near a fan. Oh. I wasn't near it. I wasn't in the like direction of the fan. It's like no, meant to be know. for you to get the crown. <laughs> the mask. <laughs> this. If I get it, I'm, I'm going to be mad. I think I'd survive. I'm just concerned for like the... The hemophiliacs and the <laughs> and the the, uh, the parallels system, yeah. The parallels. The parallels. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to our two and a half long episodes. We talked for two hours, my guys. That was good. Good conversation. Um, stay tuned for next week. So, <clears throat> let me give the viewers, you listeners, an update. I hope. All of you ride a bike and fall over and knock your two front teeth out. Wow. Okay, bye. No. I'm going to hurt them a little bit more. Go for it. I want that to happen to you if you don't share this podcast with other people. Oh, that's fair. If you don't listen, be a statistic. Um, next week I will have a professional grade mic and my laptop and it will sound more crisp. Oh yeah.
I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. We're moving on up in the world. Yeah, it's going to be set right here, and we're going to look at each other. Lick it if we want to. Don't lick it. Don't lick it. <laughs> Don't lick it. That's how you spread the Rona. That's true. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Have a good day. And thanks to our guest, Renee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We need a studio audience. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. Give us a round of applause. I feel like a man. Yeah, self-validation. Woman. I feel like a man. Bam, bam, a man. Ow!